I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Just another manic Monday, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Senegal are the champions of Africa and there's still plenty of magic in the FA Cup. It's Monday, 7th of February. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Oh, my giddy aunt, ladies and gentlemen. What a weekend of football. Mm. What a weekend of football, Jim Campbell. Too much, if anything. Too you many giddy ants. It's a big to... room of giddy ants. <laughs> it it was. It was like elbow you way through the giddy ants. Proper family reunion for the giddy ants this weekend. They have been on the Malibu and they are sloshed. They are giddier than ever. <laughs> so, so much to cram into this running order. Yeah. It really is. Calm down, football. Who's still aroused? I am. <laughs> Where did that come from? Come with me. Well, ooh, if you might. <laughs> Again, the ants. There's yeah, a lot of ants around. Not over the ants. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would get aroused over the ants. <laughs> <laughs> it was a. We really sort of thought, where do we begin today? Yeah, and the the decisions we've made are we've yeah. confusing even in that context. Yeah. Really. I just stared out of the WhatsApp argument and then turned up the show half an hour later. So. You, were, yeah. <laughs> you were very. Good. I think I said this was the easiest prediction that mm. I've ever made. I said. If the AFCON final finishes nil nil and goes to the inevitable penalty shootout, then we'll you maybe not start with it. And then after it did and after the way it panned out, I thought, actually I think we'll start with that. <laughs> Which is where we begin, everybody. Yes, yes. The African Cup of Nations final, of course, it was nil nil and Senegal won four two on penalties. Mm. And I'd like to begin with the opening line of Jonathan Wilson's uh, report, because um, he's out there. I think that was his 10th yep. African Cup of Nations final. He has covered that tournament extensively, and very admirably, I might add. Um, and he said it was a dreadful final to the end uh, of a largely dreadful tournament. But in the end, it came down to a moment of the purest drama and the great redemption of Sadio Mane. And I think, mm. Jim, that encapsulates it, because really... It wasn't a great tournament. There was, you know, the refereeing um, was was in question. Of course, we, we had the awful situation with, with eight people dying. Uh, but, but staying on the football, um, th- there was a lot of uh, uh, games that went to penalties. There wasn't many mm-hmm. high-scoring games. This was a final, which Senegal, I think, were pre-tournament favourites. Obviously, Egypt are the most successful side in the tournament's history. We thought, yeah, this is not going to be great. It goes to penalties. However... What an ending, though. Yes. Well, I mean, it's all because of Sadio Mane actually having a penalty saved early on, isn't it? You're yeah. thinking, is, is this going to be an, an Asamarajan moment where yes. it's like it comes back, that moment was there and is gone, I, I, and you think about it the whole time. I don't think Jean could hit a ball that hard. To be <laughs> it was really, he's like, I hit that as hard as I bloody yeah, could, yeah. and I did the longest run-up I could possibly do, and he still managed to get an hand on it. Well, Rubbish. of course, the, the, the Jan reference in 2010, he did take a penalty in the shootout <sighs> score, but of course they lost. Yeah, it's sort of the other way around almost, isn't it? Yeah. But, like, but yeah, I mean, Mane... He hit it so hard the first time, and the, mm. and the, the goalkeeper, who's one of the one of the stories of the tournament, mm. third choice goalkeeper coming into the tournament yep. due to injuries, he ends up saving four penalties across mm. the tournament, including I think it was five. Well, uh, yeah, well, I suppose that would have been in, in shootout as yeah, well, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah. But yeah, um, 
Un- unbelievable from him. Absolutely unbelievable. Can He's I say become... it was Goyka Chair-esque? You can absolutely For those who remember the 1990 that. World Cup. It, yeah, it was, uh, it was really impressive from him. And, and on a personal level, it was a shame to see him obviously in pieces at the end. But, yeah. Um, well, he didn't do enough, did he? We no, he clearly did. You're not going to so say sure. that. That's why you're third choice, isn't it? Um, <laughs> try a bit harder. You might be first choice. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, the, just Manny, just he wasn't missing that second time, was he? He well, was think, just like a man possessed. The, the first one, he was just tuning up. Wasn't yeah, he? And absolutely. And but it's, it almost feels. I don't know. Maybe this is just like because we seek stories as as human beings. But I feel like it's rare that it goes that way. That someone gets a, the, the chance of redemption like that within the same match. And you could say that about the manager Cisse as well. Of course, missed mm-hmm. the decisive kick in the two thousand and two final. Was it? Um, Mane has missed penalties for Senegal before. Well, he has. He missed one in in a quarter final, which which put them out uh, in a previous tournament. He'd missed a couple in I think it was two thousand and nineteen. Uh, where he said, I'm, I'm off penalties. But then, of course, he took the the, the one against um, was it Zimbabwe in their opening game of this tournament where he smashed it in. Mm-hmm. But he went that, if my memory serves me, he went that side and he thought, right, I'll go for power. I'll hit it across my body. But um, Gabaski uh, in goal uh, knew. And if he if he didn't already know, then Mohamed Salah certainly put him yes. right, didn't they? I mean, that's the kind of drama. Because this again, again, there was no goals in 120 minutes. We weren't really that close other than the penalty, which came in the first three minutes. But there was narrative all over the gaff. Mm-hmm. Senegal hadn't won the cup. Uh, Egypt are the most successful team in the, cl- the cup's long history. And then, of course, Peter, when we see Mohamed Salah talking to uh, Gabaski just before he takes it, and you see Mane walk up, not say anything to Salah, he's like, get back on your line, don't, <laughs> don't talk to him, don't talk to him. Oh my goodness, that, that is high drama. Well, Gabaski had all of the penalty takers uh, drawn on his uh, side of his water bottle, which Tim, I very much enjoyed. Didn't need a chat. Tim Cruel-esque. Tim Cruel-esque. Mm. Yes, exactly. Cruel yeah. doesn't even need that, to be honest. He just stands there and goes, I'm the best at this. He does. <laughs> he very much does. I mean, Senegal attacked Egypt from the off. They did. Which which, which quite enjoyable. I remember Egypt thinking, did not want to play football at any point during that fucking match. Yeah, they were, any, they really, were terrible. But mostly throughout the tournament. Them. Yeah. Like, it, it was it was really dull. It was Dreadful. very dull from it. It was Dreadful. classic Carlos Quiroz, yeah. to be honest. Yes. And, I mean... That was their fourth set of extra time mm. in a row. Like mm. every knockout game, they've they stinky team. To, well, they would have stinky it was, the yeah. They it would was. have become the first side to win a major tournament uh, by winning three penalty shootouts to do so. Mm-hmm. Had they have won that, I think for the any football purist, I think well, thank goodness that <laughs> yeah, that that's, yeah, that should be impossible. Right? Yeah, that should not be encouraged. Exactly. But <laughs> to give them their due, Ivory Coast, Morocco, Cameroon. They beat on Big the way sides. there. That is, I mean, if they'd have beaten Senegal, yeah, okay, penalties. We understand that, but you've got to win. You've got to win a game, and if and if he, if they can't beat Egypt during normal and then extra time, you know that is the rule. So, mm. so it's a legitimate way, way to go course, through. Yeah. So they did it the hard way. I mean, you compare that to um, Senegal who beat Cape Verde, who you know they were firm favourites, firm favourites against Equatorial Guinea. Burkina Faso a stronger opponent, but again, Senegal didn't really uh, struggle too much. So their big game was yeah. against Egypt, but the penalty shootout itself. I am very much of the opinion, and Jamie Carragher was quite vocal on Twitter about this, why Salah taking the fifth penalty? Yeah. Silly. Because you run the risk of exactly what's happened. Absolutely right. right. Which is that you never get to use him. Well, it happened mm. with Ronaldo against Spain mm. in the Euros. I think it was 2012 in the semi-final mm. when he didn't get to take his and you can yeah. see him huffing and puffing. It's like, well, because actually Ben Littleton, who, who's done an extensive research, if anybody's interested in penalty shootouts a bit more than your average, a real pervert for penalties, mm. then check out... Uh, the lottery, isn't it? <laughs> is, that what, is that what his findings have included? In this essay, it turns out, having studied this for 10 years and written books, it is just a lottery. <laughs> but there is a way to win the national lottery. Um, he says, Ben Littleton says, the first and fourth penalties are the crucial ones. 
Right. Which I thought was, yes, which I thought was interesting. So I think if you, because we've seen teams not get to the the fifth. If that is the case, why not put Salah on fourth? I mean, clearly, but then Salah taking their fifth or was due to, then Manny taking their fifth. They both had the same idea. Mm -hmm. And it was Senegal who came out in that uh, 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 little gamble, um, of course. So I mean, yeah. When when Mane steps up, you think this is this is going to. He looked a bit nervous mm. at one point, didn't he? When he Did. was sort of looking around, and then when he took it, he thought, "Yes, <laughs> Sol Bamberesque." <laughs> <laughs> it, it is it is fantastic for Senegal. The, the scenes is. at full time are great, and Ali Cisse is Senegalese as well. Yes, and that that's that's just a, and a he's fucking handsome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And but that, that that they've needed this for such a long time. It's yeah, been, they're kind of. They're the biggest team in Africa not to have won the AFCON, really, you yeah. might argue. Mm. Uh, certainly in terms of like the, the you know, the, the pedigree of the team. Um certainly this century. And it's it's fantastic and so well deserved. Um can we just acknowledge yes. that the third place playoff was the best game of the tournament? Uh, we yes. can, Jim. We can. It, yes. we, I mean, if you didn't see it, Bikina Faso went 3-0 up. Cameroon then brought Vincent Abubakar on, who um He fancied the golden boot. He did fancy the golden boot. Um he that the Cameroon got it back to three all. Um Abubakar scored twice to take himself up to eight goals of the tournament then Cameroon won it on penalties the, the scenes at the end you yeah. think they would have won the whole thing well I think I think because of what happened you know with, with the death of those supporters um, it was their tournament they're 3-0 down I think all of that goes into it and I know those things are extremely different of mm. course one of them horrifically severe and then and the other two really just you know happened to be the case but I th- you know, all of that going into the into the same sort of thing. I think that's probably why they were quite sort of delighted. Yeah. Mm. But Abubakar, yes, he got the golden boot. Looked delighted uh, to accept it. But I think he was almost a bit like, well, if none of no one else wants to score goals yeah. in this tournament, I'll bloody do it and yeah. I'll get a lot. So uh, he d- he did very well. I mean, the trophy presentation was a bit strange, wasn't it? Um, it in, was uh, in mm. in, in uh, Cup. No, I mean, very enjoyable though. Um, but uh, but the two sides they meet again next month in a World Cup playoff. Yes. Which, uh, is, Which quite nice. is it is nice, but it's also a shame. You would you would hope both of those teams would have a chance of being there, but that is oh, not, not yeah. the case. Well, Africa only gets what five places, um, so uh, there we are. But well, mm. bloody done, Senegal. I think any any neutral would have been uh, right behind you there. Excellent stuff. Right, we turn uh, our attention to the Football Association Cup. Uh, which is um, which is the oldest cup competition, of course, in England. Um, <laughs> Peter, you were spotted on Match of the Day at Crystal Palace versus Hartlepool. On a long lens, yeah, I was. <laughs> Making and your for, debut. But for a change, though, you were fully clothed on I this was, long lens. Yeah, I didn't try and punch any of the players like that Leicester supporter. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. No, it was it was, uh, it, it, it was a really... I love watching football at Palace. Uh, Chris Tilley and, and Alex from yeah. uh, uh, Clash of the Titles went down. We got oh, to, yeah. We got to hang out with uh, Chris's dad, Ted Tilley, uh, Crystal Palace supporting legend Ted Tilly. Um, good old Ted Tilly, and yeah. uh, he's he's very adamant that Crystal Palace are older than they actually seem. They're uh-huh. apparently they're according to the rules set forth with the Sheffield clubs being one of the, one of the oldest oh, in the league. Yes, they reckon the Crystal Palace supporters reckon that Crystal mm. Palace are the oldest in the league because they were there at the very beginning. Um, but the FA have said, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> so they're having this <laughs> little right, kind of yeah. battle. Uh, so that was fascinating. But um, yeah, Hartlepool tried to play football and it just didn't work for them really. Oh. They, they went behind and uh, it was it was really fun and and, and great to see um, the Hartlepool fans in, in, in fine voice. And um, I think the Crystal Palace uh, 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 team uh, and indeed club um, 
paid for the coaches down is and it? also um, put some money in for the charity for the manager's uh, wife who's not very well unfortunately so yeah. a really really good afternoon um, I, I mean, with, I, the, with the, subs- the subsidies of the travel did you mm. claim on that as well? I didn't claim on okay. that no. Okay. no I got three trains from where I live in Essex you were, you were sat in quite a prominent position because I thought they probably put up all of Hartlepool's Ted Tilly's got great season tickets well I assumed it was all Hartlepool's kind of famous sons and daughters were yeah. there yeah. Yeah. didn't see didn't see Stelling just, just, just didn't there. see Stelling now. What about the canoe man? The canoe <laughs> Well, you don't know, do you? <laughs> maybe, maybe he's sat in Oh, yeah, the last canoes. thing he wants is to be, yeah. appear in public. Yeah. I, it, it, it was I didn't a really spot really him in the canal. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, one of the, it was another match where um, uh, the, 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 the match got stopped because of a medical emergency in the standards. Oh, stuff, right. right. And this is going to sound really callous and really weird, but I hope you understand the spirit in which this is delivered. There has to be. Uh, something that changes and there needs to be, be a little bit of leadership from the FA's uh, position because fans in the, in the ground cannot be waving on every single time somebody's taken on well in the stands. It's not up to them to make that decision. St- they have to have the confidence for stadiums, certainly at Premier League level, certainly with where there's over 10,000 people uh, in the place, that there is enough medical, speedy medical uh, service uh, for the for, for the stand, uh, and it's it's going to get to a point where it just gets weirder and weirder, and this thing happens over and over again. And that I didn't even realise that the anti-vaxxers sort of said it's something to do with fucking vaccines. All that, right. I find it, I find it, it's going to it's going to come to a head pretty soon, and the FA have to show a bit of leadership on that because it was a it was mm. another it was another game in which something happens. I, I've heard that the Hartlepool fan in question was fine, mm-hmm. although it certainly it wasn't uh, something too serious. So uh, I, uh, yeah, I hope he gets uh, well soon. But it's it's just it, it's going to have to uh, change mm. sooner rather than later, I think. The problem with that is the, um, wanting the FA to show leadership. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, look, if someone's taking understands and you're a family member, you want them to have the best care they possibly can, mm-hmm. but uh, <clears throat> you need to. there needs to be some confidence in the stadium provisions rather than fans just waving the the, 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 um, the medical staff from the dugout, which is is get, is happening in every match pretty much lately. It's, it's weird. Mm. It's strange. Have you ever been spotted on match of the day, Jim? Not to my knowledge. I have. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And we'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> what were you doing? Watching a match. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't playing, was what, I? What, what right. were you doing at Sohurst Park? I was watching a match. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, <laughs> one of the big stories of the weekend was Boreham Wood beating Bournemouth 1-0 on mm. the South Coast. Non-league Boreham Wood are the only survivors outside the top two tiers. Um, and it, 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 the club's first ever fourth round tie... And only 10 non-league sides since the Second World War have made it to the fifth round of the FA Cup. You like it. 74 places between them and Bournemouth in the footballing pyramid. Bournemouth, of course, strong ambitions to uh, to, to get promoted this season to the Premier League. But I like this. Is, I mean, it is. Even even Scott Parker was just like, well, you know, the magic of the FA Cup. And I was like, oh, I mean, come yeah, on, Scott. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll hide behind that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um 37-year-old personal trainer Mark Ricketts with the winner. I mean, when when as as, as a Boreham Wood manager um, Luke Garrard said, we signed Mark six years ago and we were told he had no legs. The medical team did an incredible job to get him ready for this game. Now, don't take that quote too literally, of course. But <laughs> like the million-dollar man. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But that is it. A 37-year-old scoring a goal against a, a possible Premier League team yeah. next season. But that does show you what the, the level is. 
that it takes, doesn't it? Yes. Like, they, they've had a medical team working on the man. Mm. He himself is a personal trainer. <laughs> like, that's what it takes to even be on the pitch. <laughs> and he's on loads of drugs. <laughs> Legal ones. Legal ones. Yeah, for crying out loud. Yeah, Garrard went on to say, I'm in tatters. We are such a, we are such a dysfunctional family. But oh, that wow. is what is helping us get our results. I, just, I don't think this manager should be allowed to do presses because, like, this, Mark Rickens has played 162 matches since yeah. 2016. He's rubbish. He's, he's got legs. He hasn't got any legs. <laughs> rubbish. Picked, against my better opinion, I picked him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I have this as an Arsenal win? No. It's our youth team play at Borenwood and the women's team. Jim, come on. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm just asking the question. You should be supporting Nottingham Forest in the FA Cup right now. <laughs> no, that's okay. not how it works. Yeah, the team that no, beat your not. team become your team. I now support Man City. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, of course, a Fulham loanee, uh, Ashby Hammond produced some great saves at the death to deny Bournemouth. So if we're going to talk about mm. that, Jim, people from uh, you know London clubs making a, making a splash on the South Coast on the mm. weekends very specifically then I think we've got to mention Fulham. But Borenwood, they're unbeaten in 17. They're gunning for promotion to the Football League for the first time in their history, yet to concede in the Cup so far. Mm. It's very impressive. And the, the way they start the game, they were pressing Bournemouth and so on. They had the better of it. Now, I know that sounds ridiculous because Bournemouth did have 82% of the possession. <laughs> they had none of the goals, though. They're a dysfunctional no. family, though. This is the, <laughs> You try and play a dysfunctional family. Absolutely right. It's like playing the Osborns. <laughs> Sharon! <laughs> Sharon! Sharon! Jared! Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, they, they were brilliant. And it only towards like the end, Bournemouth started having a few chances. Billing missed a good chance. Yeah. Mm. And uh, Solanke, you know, was, was there. But just absolutely wonderful scenes at the end of that game. Yeah. You know when a, when, a, when a team has done something incredible? Because if it cuts to the crowd, there's often like applause and sort of a few fists in the air. There was no clapping. It was just arms were going <laughs> yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. absolute delirium. Yeah. Like last five diving minutes, into the crowd. Last five minutes was just uh, was just like they were under the cosh. Obviously, yeah. I, that's the best part of the FA Cup. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sneaking a one 0 and then there's the keeper just being absolutely so busy in the last five. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant. And yeah. they just completely rode their luck as well, didn't they? It was, yeah. a, it was a proper like you know smash and grab sort of sort of victory. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what you want. It is <laughs> what you want. They got Everton in the next round. Yeah. But what a trip, though, to Goodison Park. I know, right? Yeah. Frank Lampard. Maybe they'll do it again. Maybe they'll do it again. Imagine <laughs> that. Lampard, obviously, they beat Brentford yeah. 4-1. Had a great... By the next round, it's all falling apart. <laughs> Feel good factors finished. New manager bounces over. That's it. Back to They've spent 400 million quid <laughs> somehow. It's all it's all panned out terribly. Yeah, they got Newcastle Tuesday. Oh, do they? They might put them to the sword. Chance for some more. Feel good factor. A Newcastle Tuesday sounds like a really a sort of ominous Tuesday. thing in your diary, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't really use putting this on, really. Yeah, Newcastle's but, ownership. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, Frank Lampard looked very happy, though, didn't he, Peter? Uh, he did look very happy. Yeah. He was yeah, I mean, he's happy to be back, isn't he? He's happy yeah. to sort of have that win under his belt but against, against, against it was a really some lowly opposition. <laughs> oh, <yeah>, Brentford. <laughs> look at where they are. They're higher right. than Everton. All right, fine. Yeah, but Brentford have flattered and deceived a lot of times this season. They They're are massively off the boat. You're right. They are coming Pete. back it's in the shit, isn't it? Why is he? What's he smiling about? <laughs> Wankers conceded a goal. Didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you enjoy that, Frank? <laughs> didn't he say, Frank Lampard, that? Uh, 
losing a game as a manager sometimes hurts more than it did as a player. And he said mm. winning a game as a manager actually sometimes gets more satisfaction than, than Oh, really? Player, which I thought was very interesting, considering what he achieved I control all of this. <laughs> <laughs> but he was delighted. I mean, when Andros Townsend scored the fourth, Mm. He, he and I were both uh, absolutely <laughs> yeah, loving both it. Big yeah. fans. Well, I'll tell you, you know something. What, what does that put him on for the season? I well, usually, track that. Yeah, yeah, I think he's on like 19 or something <laughs> for the season. The, uh, Glenn Hoddle was very angry with Deli Ali's uh, sartorial lack of elegance. Yeah. What he did was, you make uh, of that? De- I mean, he did. It, it, it was not something that I would wear. Well, to be unveiled to Because that would be club. too fancy for me. <laughs> because yeah. that, it costs that much money to, uh, to, to look that poor. <laughs> yeah, very, very, very true. <laughs> yeah, him and uh, Donny van der Beek were sort of unveiled before the game. Mm. Van der Beek looks sort of fairly sharp and, you know, well-dressed. Yeah. He'd get into a provincial nightclub. Deli Alley wouldn't. He'd have to go and get some kickers on. Yeah, and that's how we or rate put his it. socks over his shoes. That's how that, what they should say. Just look like you're going to get okay. into a provincial <laughs> nightclub, okay? And then, and then people will... Apparently seven goals this season so far for Andros Townsend. Oh, thank you. Did you pull it out of your mind? Uh, no, your mind I, was, palace? I was handed a piece of paper, <laughs> uh, which also says, Up Yours PTD on oh, it. Oh, that's mm. rude. Not my words, the it's words Dennis of... the Menace. <laughs> exactly, mm. exactly. So, yeah, we look forward to Everton hosting Boreham in the uh, yeah. next round of the Cup. There's only, was there 16 teams left in the tournament? And Boreham, I like it. Boreham Wood are one of them. Fun. Get a load of that. All right, everybody, uh, let's have a quick break. And after that, we'll talk more FA Cup action. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Join me, Pete Donaldson, and YouTuber Chris Broad as we offer you a taste of life in the most exciting country in the world on our podcast, Abroad in Japan. Whether it's crazy bars, unique vending machines, or tips for learning Japanese, we cover it all. Recently, we even heard a particularly unique chat-up line. While we were chatting, a local Japanese guy in his early 30s made his way over to me and started chatting in broken English. Our chat about general stuff was going all right before he proudly announced, I like big girls. To me, (laughs) to me, with a wink. Truly flattering, (laughs) flirting right there. Search Abroad in Japan wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes every Wednesday and Sunday. Abroad in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Which decision in particular annoys you? Where do you want to start? <laughs> Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Right, let's see how we got on in Betway's 4 to score. Entry to Betway's 4 to score is free each week. Pick the first goal scorer in Betway's 4 selected matches for your chance to win the £50,000 jackpot. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. Further T's and C's apply. In game one, Everton versus Brentford, which was, of course, on Saturday, Kate picked Brian Mbuemo. The result was Yeri Mina. Yeri Mina got the goal. Game two, Wolves versus Norwich. Vish picked Josh Sargent. It was, of course, Kenny McLean. In game three, Manchester City versus Fulham. Jim picked Ilke Ndoyen. <laughs> so eventually got that out. Of course, it was Fabio Carvalho. Oh, 
a glorious two minutes we had the lead. Uh, and in game four, Spurs versus Brighton. Luke picked Harry Kane. It was Harry Kane. One out of four, though, that doesn't mean anything. You've either got to get all four or nothing. Uh, it's 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 win or lose, this, everybody. No prizes uh, for second place. Uh, right, we'll be back for another round of four to score on the preview show this Friday. Now, let's have some emails. Got to catch them all. I love that. Very Roxy music. Yeah. Like is beat. it? No, like as in as in a Roxy music session where they went, right, let's never do that again. <laughs> let's tie our, <laughs> let's sellotape our fingers together. Yeah. Uh, from Andy Matthew, got an email. Uh, I'm writing several hours after the emotionally draining fourth round tie between my beloved Kidderminster Harriers and West Ham. Oh. Despite the heartbreaking manner of West Ham's late goals, the overwhelming feeling that seems to be coming from a lot of my fellow Harriers is pride. After five turbulent season, uh, seasons since our relegation from the National League, including two failed uh, play- playoff uh, campaigns, two seasons finishing prematurely and or behind closed doors, and a former owner's pie-in-the-sky plans for the club dividing sections of the fan base, Russ Penn, Jimmy O'Connor and their team have done an incredible job of bringing the club and the community back together, and this was represented both on and off the pitch throughout the West Ham game. Alex Penny's goal provoked uh, scenes of madness in the home end, and neither of the late West Ham goals can take that moment of feeling away from from us. Also, Andrew Yamalenko is a diving slug who obviously should have been booked. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the fact that the overwhelming feeling that seems to be coming from mm. a lot of my fellow Harriers is pride. Yeah, it's not like shame, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Disgrace, disappointment, disgust. Oh, it's, let it's, him have it. Yeah. No, I won't. Such a fun weekend of FA Cup action. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, Shoutfootballramble.com if you uh, want to, you know, send us your teary-eyed emails or get your questions in for Pep Talks on Wednesday. It should be a lovely mm-hmm. old time. Uh, let's go to uh, Kidderminster Harris 1, West Ham 2. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it was... So it, close. It, it, the thing is, though, with the FA Cup, there's so many upsets that we've enjoyed over the years and, and lower league sides. We just talked about Boar and Wood for crying out loud mm-hmm. and that stat about them being one of only a handful of teams since the Second World War. If Kidderminster had won this game, it would have been the first sixth-tier team to beat a top-flight side in the Cup's history. Mm. That's, That's how close we were. <laughs> and I would like to say to the barman in the pub who switched off with 20 minutes to go because we could see the build-up for Ireland versus Wales and the Six Nations <laughs> can shit off, quite frankly. You're in the wrong area, mate. Yeah, you you're in the are. wrong area. What pub was that? It was in. It was, no, I'm not going to give him the publicity. No, no just um, I, yeah, you know what? I was. All that will happen is a mob of football ramble yeah, fans will go down there and to put hang it out. Up, yeah, and, and we got propping up the bar, aren't you? Exactly. <laughs> well, we've got lovely fans, and so they would yeah. they would go down there, and then they would go in, and they would buy drinks and food, and then say, "Look, you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have done that." <laughs> but it was it was very close to Tooting Common in yeah, South London, right. which I wouldn't put it down as particularly a rugby area. But then that's the trouble with London. Yeah. And I'm wearing chinos. I was about to say. <laughs> we'd, we'd just come off playing football, went in there, and it's, we'd often watch the football in there, and we're mm. thinking, oh my God, this is, this is fantastic. And it's like, what? And the thing is, you're not even, you're not even showing the, the, the build up. Yeah. You're just playing music over the top of it. Right. So well, what, what's the point of this? I know you... there's a few people with rugby shirts in there. Well, they can, you know. You can, yeah. what you need to do is just, just look around. Right. Can you see men with boot cut jeans and brown shoes? You need to leave because you know yeah. you know that's that, that, that was just Deli Alley. I'm su- <laughs> to be honest, I'm surprised I don't put like grand designs on things like that. It's just a lot of estate agents in that area. So. Oh, my you honestly. can basically close your eyes, point in any direction, 
say, that guy looks like Dapper Laughs, and you will always be right. Yeah. The changing <laughs> dynamics of London's mm. population. That's also my tone as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm still angry about that. But, yeah. uh, yes, could have been still. I mean, oh my goodness, it was just the way that Alex Penny uh, went wild after scoring that opening goal, you thought, oh, okay, there, there we, we go. go. That's what we want. That's, That's what we want. Stuff. And the game goes on and on. And West Ham weren't creating an awful lot. Harriers were very, very well drilled. But I... I ha- I hate saying this, but when Declan I Rice, but, saying that. <laughs> that's enough. When Declan Rice goes into the box, I know this is. I know that Kidman's an absolutely knackered, and the emotion, the, the sort of the, the 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 focus that you have to have for that long against a far superior opponent. Blah 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 blah. Don't let him cut inside. Show him down no. the line. Do you know yeah. what I mean? As soon as like he does, and it's Declan Rice is a very talented footballer. He's just, as soon as he's, I was like. Oh no! And he hammers the ball. It's, you know, it's easy to say, though, isn't it? Of course, it is. He could do that to all of us easily. Jim, I'd been playing football only, you know, an hour earlier, and I was, you know, yeah. He, that guy is, is well better at me than football. Well okay? better at me Let's than say that. He's trying to fit in with the estate agent. Yeah, that's what I was doing. <laughs> well better at me. He's, he, he is by far uh, a superior player. But, no, but did they want to do that just so he would appear in the showers with them? Remember, didn't he sort of didn't he rock up in the in the Kidderminster showers? Yeah, did with he? the boys. Yeah, I think so. I think it's what I read. No, that's somewhere. right. Declan Rice did yeah. shower with them um, after the game. Well, a few of them, according according to uh, old Russ Penn. Uh, the away dressing room. Their showers are really small, so they mixed in with ours. It's that's, uh, that's a nightmare because rice rice puffs up when it's wet. Give <laughs> <laughs> me no room. It's things like this that will live in their memories. <laughs> what was he doing? A willy cop? There was going on. That's not a quote from <laughs> Rice, is it? Remember this. <laughs> that's pen. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I I've got a couple of shirts. Their kit man has been excellent. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? That's very, very nice. But uh, but yeah, Russ Penn did say it's a huge honour for me to be managing across from David Moyes, even though he is well better at me than this. Uh, he said lovely words. He said, well done. We didn't deserve it. It's all very easy when the team goes. This is like Pep Guardiola saying after the Fulham game, oh my God, they made me suffer so much the way they played football. It's just like, yeah, they, they try and play football the way you like it, which means you stuff them ultimately. Because yeah. you're a lot better. You like mm-hmm. that. But had they have tried to defend, and you know, oh, you wouldn't yeah. like that. Yeah, very much on your. I, I love the pictures of uh, Moyes back backstage. Oh yeah, in uh, in, oh, Russ the... Penn, in Russ Penn's uh, little office. Yeah, uh, having a having a Budweiser. They, Fantastic. They've got the pecking order very much down, haven't they? At Kidderminster Harry's, the the manager has got like a big old desk, as you as yeah. you see, it, and then the picture of his assistant. I mean, it was <laughs> he's right next to the mini fridge. <laughs> Great location. It was like his desk. Who's getting the milk first? I tell you what, it was like his desk was a mini fridge. It was that big. (laughs) Barely the width of the chair, for crying out loud. Um, Alex Penny, of course, former teammate um, at Hull with Jared Bowen. Ah. I know, who denied us penalties. We didn't even get penalties. No. I was... was, Because I had to listen to the thing on the radio on the way home, obviously, because of that idiot in the pub. Yeah. Um, I think it was Ray Houghton on on the BBC, uh, on Five Live. I think it was Ray Houghton. Said after the game... Well, to be honest, I mean that 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 result, that performance, it really sort of sums up West Ham season. I was like, what, what? Like, <laughs> like scraping a win against like much crapper opposition. <laughs> how does that sum up there? Anyway, yeah. it's funny what people can read into it. Um, according to Ben Fisher's match report in the Guardian, a couple of minutes before halftime, a Kidderminster fan gave the chairman Richard Lane a, and I quote, whopping kiss on the cheek. That's not Corbin compliant. Come well, on, was on, it, guys, sort was it, it out. Was it Robert Plant? Did Plant 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 one? Plant one. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the crowd, Jimmy. Oh, he was good. I thought you were just making a really bizarre like. <laughs> yeah. Robert Plant, Led Zeppelin lead singer. Yeah, I think they're finished, so we can say former. 
Led yeah. Zeppelin lead singer. Uh, he's a big kid of Mr. Harry's fan. Yeah. He was in the crowd. Where's oh, Alison Krauss? I've always seen together. I've no idea. But uh, that is more important than you turning out to see Hartlepool. Yeah, I would say that is the case, yeah, certainly. <laughs> but was so Yannick Gers in the Pooley so, fa- Pooley end? <laughs> a weird dig. <laughs> You're not as You're famous, not as, famous as, as the lead Plant. singer. Robert of... Plant is well better than you. Yeah, okay, I'll saying. take that. But uh, Spennymore have got a... Um, sorry, uh, the Spennymore match has, uh, uh, has been called off next week, so Kidderminster... Uh, bloody Kidderminster. Kidderminster have got uh, a week off, which is cool. Yeah. So they can celebrate all week. That's right. That's not right. winning an FA Cup match. <laughs> There's the dig. There's the dig. It was gutting though, Jim. It was. It, it was. Gutting. It was. It was a real shame. But uh, but at least though, it was uh, like uh, certainly from right a moment of quality that cost them. It wasn't like it was a yeah. missed penalty or yeah. something like Declan that. Declan Rice just took the ball by the horns and was like, "Fuck this." Yeah, and and such a likable lad and yeah. obviously an England <laughs> player and so on. I think like yeah. Fine, and they got to Antonio see. Antonio can't play. Can't play in the next round. No. <laughs> At least they got to see him in the nude. That's true. Declan exactly. Rice, that is. That I is, don't yeah. know about Antonio. No. Um, so there we are. Speaking of near giant killings, Chelsea two, Plymouth one. Yeah. Mm. I tell you what. At the same time on Saturday, League One Plymouth were were, were busy holding the European champions while Kidderminster Harriers were, were one nil up against West Ham. Were they holding and kissing? Uh, <laughs> were you going talking about the showers and Declan Rice again? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, now I mentioned, of course, with, with Kidderminster Harriers, at least it was a moment of quality and, and so on that stopped them. Plymouth, Ryan Hardy missing a penalty in the 118th yeah. minute. And the, and the sad thing for him is, and I don't want to, well, I am sort of inadvertently rubbing in here, is that when they remember that day, he will have that memory of ah, oh, we we could have taken mm. the penalties. Now, I'll, I'll I'll try and help you out here. Chelsea would have definitely won the penalty shootout, yes. okay? <laughs> but you know, it, it it it's a great shame. I mean, it was a great save from Kepa. But it's enjoyable to see a goalkeeper hold a penalty. It is. You rarely see it unless you're Ryan Hardy. Unless you're Ryan Hardy, yeah. yeah. In, in which case, it's probably yes. sort of extra salt in the wound. Absolutely right. I mean, but they've nothing to be ashamed of, etc., etc. Cliche, cliche, because. Chelsea are the European champions, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Chelsea had 41 shots and 20 corners. Tuchel said before the game that it was not going to be about youngsters and then he named a very strong 11. So, you know, he was aware of the dangers of Argyle. The the uh, the, the Plymouth fans, or, or some of the Plymouth fans, had to leave at 3am on Saturday morning to make the midday kickoff. Less than five hours away, what are you doing? Yeah, I was... <laughs> where, where have you lost? What, what's going on there then? They... Does that mean I needed to get to the pub for 10? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that has to be part of it, presumably. Because that seems mad. I mean, I know the southwest of England sort of kind of cut off in terms of transport, yeah. but is it a train thing? No, that's it. No, driving is five hours. Yeah, but not to everyone London. drives, Pete. Oh, I'm well, on Pete, a bus, I'm mate. A, I'm on in a, a bus. car now. I'm presuming oh, on a bus. I've, I've practically got wheels. That takes longer. I can drive, so why shouldn't everyone else be able to drive? It takes longer there, doesn't it? <laughs> Let's have a look. Train. Hey, look, if the train service is not great... Train's three hours 40. Yeah, three hours 12. Say, if the train yeah, is... But it's not your quicker. own personal train, is it? That's the problem. What do you you're, mean? You're, you're beholden to the timetable. I don't think... Yeah, but to be fair, right, if this, this, is, a, this is a part of the country... They're not three hours. Is... They're not spaced out by three hours, are they? It, yeah, if it's... it's, 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 it's one it's, an hour at it, the least. If it's cut off, as it is often with public transport, then at 3 a.m. there's not going to be a train then, is there? No, you, I'm, <laughs> That's a good yeah, point. Well, I'm just so they are driving then. I'm just confused. Or walking. <laughs> yeah, they were walking. Maybe they, they were walking. Walking. cycled. Yeah. They cycled. Good luck to them. So there we are. We've I'm calling this. them all thick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you walk yeah. a train timetable or a car. Was it because of that you were supporting Chelsea? You're walking west again. 
<laughs> Idiot! <laughs> oh dear! Sorry, oh Plymouth dear. fans. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's not probably the mention they want, isn't it? I what? just Sorry, didn't push Chelsea really close. Oh, I can't wait to listen to the rival today. <laughs> Why did it take so long to get there, you fucking bumpkins? Yeah, it was fun. It che- was fun. To put it in context, Chelsea flew out for the Club World Cup later on that Saturday. <laughs> Could have flown, see? Yeah. Plymouth Airport, is that a thing? I don't know. There is an airport down that way. Yeah. Neil Warnock did, knows. Did, did, did Tuchel go? Because he, he had COVID, obviously. He probably won't be able to go to the old, the old Club World Cup. Yeah. He'll oh, stay here, stay at home. Oh, that's a shame, because that's mm. the one they want. Mm. Um, but yeah, great performance from Plymouth. Uh, very, very uh, sad to, for the neutrals to see Chelsea win, but great so, for Chelsea, of course, who are firing on all the cup fronts. <sighs> They'll probably win it, won't they? Well, I just, I just think it's really typical of their season. Yes, mm. indeed it is. <laughs> Indeed it is. Uh, what about Nottingham Forest for Leicester City 1? I mean, it's fairly typical season. of all the old tricky trees, actually, at the moment yeah. under Steve Cooper. He's <laughs> doing a magnificent job. Mm. The holders are out. It's an open cup. It's an open cup. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even... It, the, 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 like, we should really be talking, this, talking about this at the start of the show because it was an amazing yeah. football Any match. Other huge. But yeah. it wasn't a giant killing because Leicester are doing this every week lately. Uh, yeah, well, Forrest, of <laughs> course, beat Arsenal in the in the previous round. They could have had so many more as well. But see, this is the thing, isn't it? With the, the Arsenal game, they, 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 they played it very well. They, they kept did. it tight. They took a chance when it came. Yeah. They dicked on Forrest. They, yeah, oh, they sorry, really Leicester. It was a really different thing. <clears throat> they really did. I mean, they, they gave him the old one-two early on, didn't they? I think Bring, the, cam- the cameras had barely kind of finished the replays. And then, uh, was it Johnson, nipped in to slot home very, very... What a cool... Nuts. Love it. Yeah. Nutmegs his international teammate. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, it, 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 was a, it was a delightful one. And Spencer's goal to wrap up, you're saying oh, how they dicked on him. That is, that is a dicking, isn't it? When it's just like, yeah, yeah. get in the corner. <laughs> he is an in, enjoyably talented and long young man. I very much enjoyed uh, them bringing uh, Newcastle legend uh, Jack Cole back on yep. uh, with half an hour ago. He's had a bit of a resurgent in, in, in the Forest side. He, he mm. kind of just... Got, he just he's he's a very simple player he's a he's a seedless easy peeler of a man he's kind of he just he just stands there he breaks up the play and he just gives it to someone who can play a bit of football and that's like it's such a simple job but he just he just does it so beautifully yeah. I, I think he's having a lovely time and uh, uh, but he, he doesn't play as many matches as you'd imagine he might but I hope Cooper gets to finish what he started at, yeah. at Forest because he obviously came to Forest and, and a few fans were a little bit like the Swansea fans didn't mm-hmm. have that much to say about him saying he's very defensive a little mm-hmm. bit boring or whatever and look what what he's producing for Forest this year he, he may very well find himself in a in a Premier League job, and it may not be in the dugout for Forrest, unfortunately. But it may be. But it may be because they're not okay. Off... Well, you can't the... you can't get up there with the FA Cup win. Yeah, we know that much. No, but I'm saying though that if you look at the Championship you table, turn me into shit on everyone. Yeah, today. exactly. <laughs> Peter, they're two points off the playoffs. Mm. And uh, look, look, uh, since he took over at Forest in September, in the Marcus, on the form it's table, Forest. it's it's when they play with different rules. But, Marcus, your aunt's got a problem. <laughs> you, you're all in denial about it. She shouldn't be so giddy. Nottingham Forest are a dropped cake of a team. They just they just they're just, they're just constantly just dropping it and going. Well, that was beautiful, and we busted it. <laughs> Jeff, Celebration. Jeff Shreves over there doing the post match. <laughs> Yeah, and you're, you're banned from the next round. Don't celebrate this. You don't deserve yeah. your medal. Oh, dear. Leicester will probably beat Liverpool this week. Leicester <laughs> will not be beating Liverpool this week. They um, might do. Well, clipping that. Well, bro- Time bro- code, Charlie. 39. Brother Brendy, eh? What about the Brodge? He didn't hold back, did he? No, he, he said didn't. that he was embarrassed and that mm. time could be up for this squad. Big words. He's questioning the integrity of the team. He said they've won the FA Cup. That might be it for them, but it's not it for me. 
And he makes a point, Jim. They've struggled this season. They were FA Cup and they were close to getting full spot last year. And they really have dropped off this season. It's not a, it's not a good sign, is it? Because obviously Brendan Rodgers has had this issue a few times with Leicester where essentially things have fallen away when they've looked really promising. And Leicester had that the to, season after they won the Premier League as well. Well, yeah, well very much so, but perhaps not quite as you know, it's dramatic here, but mm. it's it's clearly a, a, a regular problem, isn't it? So it's surprising to hear mm. Rogers be so crit- to be critical of his squad at all, ever, isn't it? It's mm. not really something he, he falls onto. So, um, but that's th- that is a sign that things are not right behind the scenes. Well, if you think about his his sort of recent and in front of the scenes, <laughs> well, indeed, his recent jobs, have we seen Brendan Rogers turn around a situation where it's gone a bit? No, at Celtic, you know they were playing great stuff and winning everything, and then he left when they were obviously still in that uh, uh, sort frame. of yeah, exactly mm. frame. At Liverpool, when it started to go a little bit, you know, obviously he got them going and they were close. But when it's eh, he, he, they obviously the owners felt like he he wasn't going to be able to turn it around. He's a two year contract guy, isn't he? Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I think I think it would be a great shame if Leicester changed him because I think. I would suggest it's probably personnel in, on on the on the pitch that needs to be sort of changed and so on, rather than Rogers. But and and, and obviously the owner there, you know, is very likely they've got a good relationship, blah 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 blah. But it is a Premier League job, and it's a big job as well mm. these days. And it is not a bad group. They of won players. this. They won this competition yeah. after twelve months ago, and and they're almost kind of giving the FA Cup the shot on the arm that they needed by giving it so much respect that they just massively drop off after winning it. Like 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 the league. Well, they, they're not worthy. <laughs> yeah, they're going. Well, we've done it now. Yeah, fuck it. Well, I think that's Let's his point, and he's kind of saying, yeah, I, as a, as the manager of this team, I don't want that to be the case. <laughs> uh, of course, but I mean, they're, um, they're sat in tenth um, yeah. in the Premier League. It's, they've sort of underwhelmed under the radar a little bit. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But having been so close to fourth spot, and, that, mm. and that's the the thing, isn't it? They want to kick on. You get that fourth spot. You be, you get into the Champions League. You you know, Yuri Tielemans has gone there when he could have gone to other teams because mm. Rogers sold him what he was doing and he was mm. thinking, right, soon enough, we we hope that you'll be playing in the Champions League for Leicester City. And his, he was and he was right to say that his, to Tielemans. To, to his attempt at clearing the third goal off the line yeah. was amazing. <laughs> uh, was it, it, it looked like one of those like FIFA glitches <laughs> <laughs> where a player moves in like a really unnatural way. <laughs> Lag, really laggy. Yeah. But that type of player though, if, as I say, you get into the Champions League, suddenly you take yourself to that next level, which is why West Ham fans are a bit disappointed when, was it the other day, they they, they were beaten and thinking, oh no, it was in the, sorry, in the, the January transfer window. It was like, no, try and get to that level. So you can get to that level. It's there for the taking, of course. But Leicester, um, not to be. And, and with full spots so up for grabs, you'd think with Leicester, with their previous... Uh, uh, campaigns they would uh, they would grab it. but anyway we're, we're now talking about the Premier League and not the FA Cup which is where we're going to stay with our and finally Manchester United lost to Middlesbrough on penalties at Old Trafford after yeah. a one-all draw 8-7 on penalties they lost uh, and uh, it was very very enjoyable for the neutrals <laughs> <laughs> it was indeed <laughs> what a Friday night what yeah. a way what a I mean I could watch Man United lose every Friday you know I'd, I had a bad tummy because I'd eaten more I keep on eating bad cream and getting really ill bad. and I'd eat, I ate some Jim more Hall, bad cream on. and I was, <laughs> I was it had only been out for a couple of hours and I was like this'll be fine again where had it been on the side what just on the side, on the side, and I ate some bad cream, dipped my Doritos in it, and was instantly both ending. Do you mean it. sour and, and cream? Sour cream. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay, but it okay. was extra sour. So when you cream. said you dipped your Doritos in it, I was a bit like, yeah, it's what? not a euphemism. Just, no, 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 I didn't say, think yeah. it was a euphemism. I just yeah. thought it was ridiculous behaviour. Right. Okay. An ingredient that goes into ice cream, you shouldn't be dipping in your Doritos in, but sour cream. Sour like cream. Yeah. yeah. Well, how does it? it go bad? It's already sour. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. That's what I assumed. You <laughs> can't. <laughs> 
It's only going to get better with age, it's isn't it? Tricked, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. But I just, I just fault. keep getting ill doing it. It's horrible. But, uh, yeah. but I was, but I had a really bad stomach, and I was like sort mm. of watching, it and, and it made me feel better. You th- you th- oh, Restorative. Right, okay. Is that FA right? Thought, this always makes me ill, but maybe this is the time <laughs> that it won't do. <laughs> but yes, what your Man United does. Usually. Well, I yeah, I mean, I, I, I nearly called this a giant killing uh, a moment ago, but that you know would have been a lie uh, <laughs> but yes what a penalty shootout obviously one all no controversy during the game other than the, Not the goal all. from uh, Middlesbrough um, and uh, Cristiano Ronaldo missed a penalty he did now we mm. talked about uh, Sadio Mane I mean he did make amends in the penalty shootout but it was more Jan than Mane it would turn out of course yeah I mean Miguel Delaney on Twitter was legitimately comparing the way Ronaldo plays at the moment to Niall Quinn right which is enjoyable yeah Quinn I'd still <sighs> Who would you prefer? High ball coming into the box. Nod it. It's, you, it's got to be Quinn, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Quinn of Bay. It's got to be. This day and age. Because he can nod it down oh, to the... Prime yeah. Nile Quinn versus this iteration of Ronaldo. There's only one winner there. Mrs Mangle, that painting with her long neck. Oh. I'd have her on headers. There you go. There you go. It, the only thing that I was uh, thought was a real shame it was Anthony Ilanga who missed the, yeah. the decisive kick. That was that was a real shame because he was just he was just gutted, wasn't he? And it was good mm. to see his teammates, obviously, uh, you know, comforting him. But yeah, I, I, you, you want like it to be one of the high profile players <laughs> as, as the as the neutral. Um, but uh, I'm not neutral here at all, am I? No, what I... was very very pleasing was seeing 37 year old Sol Bamba hammer in the fifth penalty, yeah. which was his only touch of the game. He came on in the 118th minute. That's how you do it at 37, isn't it? That's <laughs> how you do it, baby. Um, but yeah, so uh, marvellous stuff It's uh, uh, Old Trafford. And what I did find quite funny is when um, Elanga blazed the ball over the bar, the borough keeper ran away celebrating as if he'd saved it. <laughs> and then they were all running after him. I was like, hang on. <laughs> he hasn't sa- I gave him the eyes. Yeah. I gave him the eyes. <laughs> Eight. He hasn't saved any of those eight. <laughs> I, can't remember, I can't remember which uh, which Borough player uh, tweeted. Keep the arm open until five a.m. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very enjoyable. Well, well done, FA Cup. Even though we uh, didn't get Kidderminster in the next round, or it was Plymouth, a great round. It was a great run, and those teams did themselves cracking. proud. Marvelous. I mean, like I say, you look at the fifth round draw, and you think, oh, yeah. Forest at home to Huddersfield. Forest, I mean, they're already on a good run. You've, yeah. got, to, you've got to fancy them to, to, to win there. Um, obviously, uh, Manchester City get Peterborough in the next round. That's how it works. <laughs> but yeah, so there we are. It's uh, it's 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 a grand old time. Lovely old job. Right. Uh, thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the Acast Creator Network. On tomorrow's show, I'm back with Jim and Vish. will be joining us too, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. That's exciting, isn't it? Marvellous. All right, well, until tomorrow. Thank you very much, Jim Campbell. You're welcome. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. Very well. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. See you soon. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.